the keeper. Remember when you were down ten and a half games behind the Red Sox? Nope. On your left. Yankees are back. We're doing the damn thing. Welcome back to the boys at 161st Street, episode 156. Episode 161 is fastly approaching. And I don't know what we're going to do yet for it, but we're going to do something big. Yankees are just, they're just, they're just having a bunch of fun. Seven games in a row. I mean, we're going we're gonna to talk about the double sweep of the doubleheader sweep as well as the sweep against the Red Sox. Just, I'm having a blast. Andrew Velasquez is just the best thing since sliced bread. And Glaber Torres may have some company on his left. So how are we doing, boys? I am excited. We have a loaded show for you today but and a full house. So Murphy, Woo-woo. Chandler, and Damon all here. So... Like we promised. Murphy actually uh, figured out his shit. My man's got some technology now. Yes, sir. Got a computer, a camera, the whole nine. Got it all. The boys are bopping. Also, I would like to say one thing that uh, three of us will be celebrating the 161st episode. The other one is on a 75-day diet where they cannot do fun things. He'll be here. He just won't be enjoying it. I'll be here. I'll be doing a damn thing. For those who are are tuning in and know of it, I'm doing what's called the 75 hard and that's no alcohol for 75 days and it's I'm just trying to see if I can do it. Maybe I'll be broken by then, who knows, but for the time being I won't partake in the drinking aspect of that show, but I will be there and you're going to be wasted off kale smoothies. So before we get going, I wanted to get one last thing out there. We asked you guys to give us a five-star rating and review on iTunes. Just to f- swipe up if you think we deserve it. You're on the app. We asked for 250 in Audi Baseball. We didn't quite hit the mark, so why don't we run that back? And if we get 265, no, nah, 263, I'll be nice. If we get 263 by the next episode on Tuesday, I will eat a baseball live. And who wouldn't want to see that? So go ahead and give us a, a five-star rating on iTunes. It doesn't even have to be written, but we would appreciate it. So got a few got a few nice written ones in there last episode and we mm-hmm. we really feel good about those. Those really make us smile. I was actually on my walk this morning and uh I just read one of the last reviews and I was just like, wow. Brought a smile to my face. So baseball. Yeah, Yankees. you know what you know what didn't bring a smile to somebody's face is when uh Anthony Rizzo was brought to the Yankees on Luke Voigt's face. He did not have a smile. And he's been outspoken about the situation, obviously, this is kind of old news in terms of his like, Rizzo coming on the Yankees, and we knew it had implications with Voight. They were obviously talking about dealing him. They couldn't find a suitor. I'm happy that he's here. Who knows if Rizzo's happy that he's here? I would, I would say it's really old. I mean, I it's not say old, it's old news, news but because it's, it's been drummed up again. So why yeah, don't, but before we get really... into it, I'll play the I'll play the video of Luke Voigt saying his words because. Instead of just paraphrasing, we can just play that. Got that queued up. Let's see if this will work. Yeah, you know, if I finally feel like I'm uh, hitting my stride, you know, after, you know, getting a week's worth of games under me. And, you know, I'm a, you know, I was top 10 MVP last year, and I've been a great player for this organization for the last three years. And, 
you know, I'm not going down, you know, I want to play. Obviously I know it's going to be tougher with Rizzo, but you know, um, I deserve to play uh, just as much as he does. And, um, you know, I led the league in home runs last year and I feel, uh, feel really good again. And um, obviously, you know, the injury bug is a reason he's here, you know, cause of me, but um, yeah, I mean, obviously I hope Booney can do whatever he can to, you know, try to get me some consistent at best. So I have a few initial questions that I want to bring up with, with those comments. One, I personally just want to react to that. I have no problem with him saying that whatsoever. I saw some people saying that he should be benched on Twitter. That's just the most preposterous thing in the world. He has right to be the right to be pissed off. Do I think he needed to see a lot of people are on two sides of this other thing too, about him you know, reading out his resume saying I was a top 10 MVP. I led the league in home runs. A lot of people think like, oh, okay, dude, like Mark DeRosa didn't want him to read out his resume, but I was like, I mean, the man needs to remind people because he was these amazing things. He's one of the guys who carried the team for the last two years. Basically, since he was brought onto the team from the Cardinals, he's been nothing but fantastic for this team. And in the last five games, he is batting 351 with five home runs and 1.127 OPS. So like, he's not, it's not like he's playing bad. And he did acknowledge the fact that it was due to the injury bug. So I think it was a perfect thing that he said. And obviously he's frustrated. He said mentally he was in a bad place after the trade, which I think anybody would be, because that's basically saying, hey, we want somebody else. You, you're not doing it. I don't blame him, though. But also on the flip side of that, I don't think he has that much. Look, I'm on his side. I'm just saying in the grand scheme of things, long term, he's still the first baseman. Rizzo's contract's up at the end of the year. Yeah, it may have been the injury bug that brought him there. Or maybe it was the you know, the playoff push or maybe a combination thereof, which is the most likely scenario. But at the end of the day, they're going to both get at bats. And Luke Voigt is still the first baseman of this team in 2022 and for the next four years. They're, they're not going to extend Rizzo. So, like, don't get your hopes up now. That's not happening. He's not going to sign back with them. I've already put that out of my mind. I wouldn't, based say on that. That, I wouldn't say that. Sure. I wouldn't say but for did you sure see, not. No, did you see the Cashman comments on it? That Like the week after, like, yeah, we'll definitely have to look into it, you that's know, like just, financially well, speaking. How, what else are you going to say to that? You can't say yes or can't say that. That's literally the exact exactly. thing you say yeah. just to not answer the not question. Not the point. That This, this, yeah. this isn't relevant until after the no, co- after. No, my, I'm just saying I don't have a problem with him saying it because, yeah, he's still a big part of this team. And if that's how he feels, then fucking say it. That's one thing. Like it, love it. All we do is beg for your Yankee players to be and coaches, management, everything to be honest. And now he's honest and you get pissed off at him. Like, no, fuck you. Like, that's all we ever ask for is quit lying to us, quit giving us the bullshit, just like, you know, picture answer that makes everybody happy. Be fucking honest. And he was honest. I have no problem with it. Yeah. Like, I don't even know why people are so surprised. Like, that, that is exactly what should be going through his head right now. That's exactly what probably everybody else was thinking about the situation. So I don't know why it's such like a culture shock to be like, Oh my God, what, why is he saying no, that? It's obvious. Why he, like, he would I be mean, mad. it's obvious that yeah. the, reason, the very reason that we're talking about it shows that it was a little bit contentious and a little bit out of the ordinary for somebody to, you know, list off their accolades like that and say, Oh, this guy got brought in because of the injury bug. And you know, which is true. It's though. probably true. It is true. But, and you know what? I think it's doing kind of a good thing for both of them because we, for the 
all of this year. Rizzo hasn't played much better than he has when he's since he's been a Yankee, and Voight hasn't played much better than he has since Rizzo's been a Yankee. So it's bringing out the best of both of them. Yeah, it's like point. that. It's that like was, that internal team competition that we kind of needed. Like yeah. everyone was a little we too no problem with that. Everyone was a little too comfortable when we had Complete, like yeah. every single position was wide open because there was all these injuries. People weren't hitting the fucking ball. Like literally anybody could play anywhere. But now we got some guys who are playing out of their minds. And Gittins wasn't yeah. giving him a run for his money, so they brought in Rizzo. Yeah. Exactly. And I, we like actually we actually mentioned this on episodes prior during the free fall when we were like 41-41 around 4th of July area. I remember specifically Chandler, we made a clip out of this too, and he said, like, what what is the sense of entitlement that the team had? Like, and like you said about their jobs, the security and all that, everybody felt like they were just – they they had the right to be on the team, and they kind of did because, like you said, Chris Gittens wasn't going to light the fire under them. Jay Bruce wasn't going to light the fire under them and take Easy. their jobs. He's the Sunmeister. And for yeah. those who Poor are Bruce tuning Bruce. in and wondering what we're going to do about the Sun today, the Sun arrangements are on a once-a-week basis after Hot or Not. So we will address the Sun on the Tuesday episode. So nothing nothing about that right now. But back on that, it's like, I think it. I think th- there was two ways this could have gone, and I'm glad it's, you know, Voight's getting his comments out there, and that's fine. Rizzo, I feel like, is handling it well. We saw them talking uh, uh, in the dugout. They were buddy-buddy. Looked like the picture stepbrothers <laughs> Chandler posted, but it's just, I'm, I'm glad it's going, it's seeming to go in this direction. This could have gone very south, very fast. Either one of them could have, spun this in a negative light or received like Rizzo could have received Voight's comments in a negative way. He could have been like, Oh, he's clearly like throwing shade at me saying that he should start over me. He wasn't quite saying I should start over him. He's saying I deserve playing time wherever that may be. I hope Boone gets me consistent at bats. And this all boils down to the same fact that we've been talking about for the longest time. And if you're listening to this show for the first time, you probably are on the same page as us too. And that's obviously that Stanton needs to play the field. And that's, something we've talked about all year long, and it's starting to happen. Again, tonight was not a NL matchup, so that's usually when, he, that's like the Miami series, the first time he played the field, that was because of the, we lose the DH, and like that's a double whammy, that's why he was forced to play the field, but, you know, today was an he AL matchup, today was an AL matchup, and he still played the field, which is nice to see, and it's just, we've said it before, and I'll put one last thing on this to put a pin in this conversation, unless you guys have anything else to say about it. Stanton needs to play the field, and if he gets hurt, he gets hurt. That's You You can't play scared, and we've said that countless times. I have one thing to add. Sorry. I have one thing to add real quick is that Stanton playing the field, obviously we've kind of speculated about it, <clears throat> improves his batting. He is a fucking behemoth of a man. You yeah. cannot have a guy that big and that strong just swinging cold it makes it makes so much sense and he's produced since he's been in the field since they put him in the field he's hitting like 333 he's at four or five home runs and you're just like this is exactly what you want and exactly what you need if he gets hurt like you said so be it but this team is at its best when he's in the field when you have him luke and rizzo all in the lineup and all those bats in the lineup, that's when this team's at its best. You have to find a way to make it work. L- Luke is spot on. He needs his at-bats. Yep. There is no, there's just no way with the way that this lineup and this team is configured that he should be out of at-bats. And you notice this is an obvious thing that everybody knows around baseball, too, and you notice it with guys like Tyler Wade. 
guy is getting consistent at bats and he's starting to at least uptick a little bit in his bat, a lot of bit in his batting average. We don't know if it's smoke or fire or whatever the fuck it is, but when people get consistent at bats, they play better. That's obvious. So we can't have Voight get sporadic at bats and then be pissed at him when he gets those sporadic at bats and he's not doing amazing because he's not getting consistent reps. So I think the yeah. perfect lineup the perfect Yankee lineup is obviously with Sen playing left or right. He was playing right tonight, but left or right. And this is my version of the perfect lineup. We were chatting about it in our in our Let's Go Yanks chat. But I think it's DJ at second base leading off. Rizzo, first base. Uh, Judge, right field. Gallo, center field. Stanton, left field. Voight, DHing. Geo, third base. Gary, catching. Glaber, shortstop. It's kind of wild that Glaber is playing shortstop. Not playing shortstop. Batting nine. It's not that wild considering how he's been playing this year, but like we know Glaber's better than that, and hopefully he can turn it around. And if he can't, Velasquez would love to have that spot, but he's obviously not. That's that's neither here nor there. People are talking about Velasquez taking his job, and that's just not going to happen. I, w- I was just going to mention, I have a good friend of mine who I talk a lot of Yankees with, and he texted me today, and it was a genuine question, whether I thought Velasquez was going to stick around when Glaber comes back or whether he's going to get, you know, shit back down and whatnot. Yeah, you, and you just can't do that. I said, he's, I said like, I said like, yeah, there's no way to keep him. I, I wish you, I wish they would at this point a little bit just to see, but they won't. No, yeah. there's no way. Glaber no is like, Glaber's a 24 year old that has had borderline superstar pedigree in his past at 24. So, I, there's just no way. That's yeah. one of your supposed to be one of your franchise cornerstones. You're not going to send him down. And before he got hurt, he was hitting like out of his fucking mind. Yeah. That was when he was on his like 350 stretch over the last month and was hitting home runs again and all that fun jazz that we like to see out of baseball players. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess we should just address that right now because Velasco has obviously been awesome and we kind of already addressed it just now, but. I, I just don't see what his role... Like, I fucking love this dude. He's a switch-hitting, lightning-fast guy. His batting average isn't as high as you may... How, as high as it feels because he's just getting big hits. He's It's kind of like the Odor effect where every hit he does get, he'll bat 200, but he will get a, a big hit in the spot you need, so you remember that. But, I mean, he dude's, dude's just electric. He's a switch-hitter. He plays damn good defense. That play he made when it got past Odor and he just fucking sent it to first base. Rizzo also made an amazing play. That's just what you get out of a, of a, out of a platinum glove first base and what you don't get out of Luke Voigt, which is the obvious thing there too, to tie it back full circle to that conversation is that's why Rizzo's going to start at first base and Voigt has to be the DH back to the Velasquez thing. I think we all are. I don't think any of us disagree with, the fact that he doesn't really have a place on this team because well, especially here's, here's with, the question especially with Tyler Wade playing so well too Tyler Wade's got a 26 man locked up well, maybe on the expanded roster for the playoffs he can sneak in there as a pinch runner fielder uh pinch runner and a defensive replacement guy but I okay so so when when the lineup's at full strength and we have the lineup you just said you know perfect lineup whatever it may be who who are the the bench spots that are going to be filled up Tyler Wade's going to be one of them Odor's going to be Odor. one of them Guardy is going to be the other one. Is that is that? Then how many bench spots do you get? Higgy, 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 Higgy. And then Higgy. Yeah. And how many Higgy, bench spots do you get? Go. Well, it depends how many well, people they, you have in the bullpen. We're going to have four. You say theoretically you could have 14 and then. Yeah, so pitchers, but. possibly possibly when the playoffs come, he he could have a spot. But then you have, you well, know. The playoffs expand to what? 
they don't expand. It, so it expands before the playoffs. And yeah. You still get 26 oh, you're right. Yeah, yeah. September. So but, then you, it, but then you can also go into each series with a different roster. That's, yeah. yeah. So you have. So yeah, like, that's he's not going to be on the playoff yeah. roster. He's not going to be on a playoff roster regardless. Yeah. It doesn't no, matter what not. he does. Yeah. It doesn't matter if he hits 1,000 the rest of the season. Velasquez is not, and he shouldn't. No offense to him. He's been awesome. But he will not, and he should not be on the playoff roster. Just Yeah, I mean, sorry. listen, it, it, it's a. Unless some. Here's the thing, though. It's, it's, it's kind of one of those things where it's a, you know, Greg, it's kind of like a Greg Allen thing, right? Greg Allen was electric for a few weeks, and he was kind of like, you know, the star of the Yankees for a little while. He was like the high, the walking highlight reel, coming up big moments, couldn't get out. And then he kind of like fell off a little bit. No, I mean, he didn't. He just yes, got he sent did. Down. He never really no, fell off. No, he didn't really fall off. He, he, I mean, he, he fell off from like 500. All right, but think, he also like Yankee batting average is still like 300. I don't think so. But he also like he couldn't hit a breaking ball to save his life. He was only hitting fastballs. So that's a big, All right, you know, whatever. I'm just saying facts right now. Um, anyway, I just feel like, you know, it's like, obviously it's an awesome story. If you like, if you don't like that story, then you don't like baseball. You don't like the Yankees. Um, but you know, Greg Allen's batting player. average on the Yankees is two seventy. He didn't fall off. He was batting like five hundred. My he favorite came back. thing in the world is proving Damon wrong. That was not proving me wrong. I, I mean, two I mean se- he, went, he, he went from batting he went from batting four hundred to for, uh, for like I mean, that's two weeks. Obvious. He didn't fall off. I mean, he's two seventy is the fourth best batting average on the right. Yankees. But that's that. Now you're great. Now you're an average hitter. Okay. Right, Tyler Wade. Great. Well, Tyler I guess two seventy five this year. Would you say that Ted Williams fell off on the seasons he didn't hit for? Oh my God! Are you fucking kidding me right now? <laughs> so to round out this conversation, I think we should move on Greg from this. Allen we kind of we kind of derailed this conversation, but I, I as much as I fucking love Velasquez, I just don't see I don't see him having a place until like when Gio comes back and and Rizzo just came back. So when Gio comes back, I think he's the odd yeah. man out right then. Well, last thing I'll say about just like the roster and then we all talked about Luke Voigt and, and Rizzo is that we really haven't seen a game yet where there's been we've had like conflict of interest in terms of Voigt over Rizzo or Rizzo over Voigt because they both haven't been the lineup healthy without someone else getting an off day where someone would they go play a DH role. And last thing on that, too, is I, I, don't, I just don't want to see a game where Voigt like tomorrow, if Voigt is not in the lineup, I'm going to be like very upset. Because there's, here's there's the no thing. reason have, not to put him in the lineup. We have we have 40, 42, 43 games left, and we're getting down to we're getting down to the wire, right? We're going into the playoffs, and this is really where you know we solidify who's going to be on the playoff roster. What's the playoff lineup going to look like, right? And if we're going into a seven game series, I. There's not going to be scheduled off days. We need to we need to see the best lineup out there every single day. And Stanton needs to get more reps in the outfield to be able to play. He needs good, to build up to, to that. good. He needs to be able to play more outfield to be able to be a good outfielder in the playoffs. He and needs he needs to, yeah. these 42 games to do that. And he, yeah, if, I, I think he yeah. needs to play every single one. He needs to play like 80 percent of the games in outfield. And not only building up Stanton. That's like. That that matters, yes, and that gets but consistent think, at bats for everybody main, else. I, that too, but I think the main reason why you should always have Voight in the DH spot is because we're trying to make the playoffs. So yeah, I we need to get I there first. See the best team out there and the best lineup out there, and if we don't have Luke Voight in there and Rizzo and Stanton, 
I, that's our best shot. That lineup that I just read out, as soon as Geo comes back and Glaber comes back, that lineup is a, is a reality. And I hope that reality gets slated in every single day. Do I think that's going to happen? No, because I, the Yankees always tend to, you know, not really prioritize winning. They prioritize rest, which I think at a certain point, at the point we're at now, it's now the point we're now. playing fantastic baseball. We're 23 and eight since like July 14th or whatever the hell it was since the, the deadline. But this is not the time to prioritize rest. We are in the playoffs right now for we're to end today. I don't want to see that slip because then that's going to fucking suck. And then if we have to climb back in, I want to just put the foot on the gas and go for the AL East because I think that's a reality that can happen. The Rays are just continuing to win. Granted, right now they're playing the Orioles, so we'll see the what Orioles happens with that. Fucking useless. By the way. I, they might be the worst team it's ever. So, Is dude, it like eighteen it's games so, in a row they've lost? Sixteen or fifteen. Sixteen. They have a minus two hundred and twenty something run differential. Like that's just embarrassing. If you're that yeah. bad, you should be relegated. That way they can at least try and field a competitive team because that's just fucking that's disgusting. Yeah, I mean the Rays are going to keep winning. I think we need to just keep up this pace to even give it a chance there. But like, regardless of the AL East, which I do think is is a possibility, we can get into that later because I think we have a rounding third on that. We just need to make an enormous, enormous, enormous cushion for the the wild card because I there are teams right behind us. The Blue Jays. You were talking about run differential. The Blue Jays run differential is like 180, and they have nasty players on their team. A positive 180, that is. They're positive 120-something. It's good. They're a good team. They're kind of like free-falling right now, but as well as the Red Sox. But like these teams can turn it around just as fast as we have. Yeah, I mean, it's a tight race still. We're, we literally just got to the point where we have a playoff spot. There's a lot of work that we need to do in terms of cushion and, like you said, the AL East. Murphy all we have to do is, is get. Muted. We have to. Murphy all we have to do is muted. gain two games. Gain two games between now and October, because then we finish the season on a three-game stretch. So, get within two. Murphy, you want to say I something? It, <laughs> no, I, I, talking. I realized that my air conditioner was on, so I like muted myself to go turn it off, and then didn't realize. But either way, um, I think it's less about creating cushion between us and the rest of the A, at least, and more about chasing down the race, because it's so within reach. And I would much rather have the position to play a three or five game series rather than having it all lie on one wild card game. I mean, yeah, of course. You can win yeah. the wild card by six games and it doesn't mean anything. Yep. Agreed. So win the division. I also just feel weird about the wild card. We had the two awesome wins over the Twins and the A's. Like it just, I just, I don't have a good gut feeling about the wild card. Give me the East. We we've uh, done too well in the wild card recently. Exa- exactly, it like, feels like it's yeah. Yeah, no, so, I know and I want to blow in the ninth. While I also don't, I, I don't want to oh, blow God. coal going into the ALCS. So yeah. yeah, while we're on the topic of wild card, this this is on on the list of things to talk about. But I feel like it's a good segue. So just you guys talking about wild card made me remember that like when I think wild card, I think of the Judge home run and I think of Sevy oh, yeah. Sevy getting How pulled do you not early. Think of Didi? Okay, Maybe yes, too. that too. Well, but we like the first the thing, game. first thing that comes to memory is yeah, the judge right. game, and that was also Sevy pitching, and he didn't really do too hot. And I dude, just think, what do you talk? I'm t- okay. I would like to put the door, my foot down on this once and for all. Stop saying he didn't do too hot in that game. He went four plus innings, gave up zero runs, and struck out like. Okay, eight. but you and I both know if you were watching that game, it was him. not the same. It was not. It was bases loaded, and he he swiggled out of every single jam, and he it looked he swigg- the stat what are the line keywords keywords swiggled out. 
Barely. Okay. Whatever. Then I'm. Then how many runs? Stressful. Stressful. Four. It was. A, he loaded the bases pretty much it every inning. Matter. The stat. Got, the stat he, line he does not matter. show what happened that game. He got lucky he a little bit. So okay. Then care. then we refer to the other one where he got pulled after one out. So okay. That one I'll refer to now. I'm just saying when I think of the playoffs, this wasn't a time to talk about Sevy being bad in the playoffs. This is a time to bring up his name because we have news about him, and that's what I thought about when I heard wild card. Sorry for the segue, jackass. So. Okay. This one, so we we get news about Sevi, and he, there's no structural damage, which is a good sign. Uh, but I think, to be honest, I think nevertheless that this is a good sign. I think this all but guarantees that he, if he does come back this year, which I'm still not convinced he is going to do, I think he is not going to be a starter, and I think that's pretty obvious. I think he'll be out of the bullpen, and that's it's, honestly uh, fine with the resurgence or not resurgence with the coming out party that Luis Heal has been has been doing so do you really think they'll give Heal a rotation spot in the playoffs though I think with the vacancy of I think with the vacancy of Sevy going to the bullpen probably and and Kluber Kluber can't find the zone right now and who knows what's going on with him so I'm going to operate under the assumption that those two aren't really going to pitch and if they do they're both coming off injury and don't have time to build up and they'll be out of the bullpen same with Domingo as well so no, I just don't think that the I, – I agree. He probably – at this point, if I was building it, I would put him there. I'm just saying I don't think the front office has the balls to do that. I think you've got Cole, Tyone as your one-two, obviously, and then some combination of Montgomery, who's probably your three, honestly, and then some combination of Montgomery, Kluber, Nestor, and then if you do Nestor, you're going to have that bullpen game of Nestor, then Sevy, then – I you think know, you do a heel Nestor game. Yeah, yeah if you're gonna know. do if you're gonna do a Nestor and then go right to no. Sevy, you might as well just start Sevy. I feel like. Yeah. No, I know. I agree. Like, I mean, limit him to four innings. Or it's something, pick your poison. Like, he's gonna go four he's, wherever he's it is. It's not like starting is gonna get in his head because he hasn't pitched in a while. Like, you know. Listen, having him back, having him back is gonna be a, a fantastic, fantastic thing if we do have him back. I just don't think he'll be a starter, but especially because when you look at the guys who have been getting constant run this year, they're guys like Nestor who goes literally hundred pitches now. He's a full blown yeah. starter now, uh, which is wild, wild, wild. This is a reality that we, we it is becoming less and less of a joke. The nasty Nestor stuff. He's just a a tough guy to hit against this this year did you see the whole I feel thing like wearing he's... nasty nester t-shirts today? yeah those yeah. are better than our nasty yeah. nester t-shirt those are cool Much i, I want to buy that shirt i'm gonna buy that shirt i feel like his his like luck is gonna run out but i don't think it's gonna be this year i don't think so like a guy like that that's like that goofy like eventually i feel like he gets figured I d- out I, I think quite right? the opposite other people are starting to do it did you see wandy tonight yeah, I don't yeah. know if Wandy did that before, but he was starting to do a little bit of a leg lift, know, like, extended leg lift, and then a, a quick pitch, and then a, it's it's just people people are doing it, people are talking. I mean, I hope it works. Obviously, I'm I'm not that convinced that it will for very long. I think I think Nestor Cortez could have the same impact on the game of baseball that Moneyball had to to the game of baseball. He's the first. <laughs> he was the first to do it. He was the first to do it. He's not the first to do it. I mean, he was the first to no. perfect it. He's the first no, to perfect Johnny, Johnny Quaid. Quaid a little made a living out of it. it. Yeah, that's true. And how about Johnny that guy like two years ago who hopped like six feet and then yeah. threw? Hey, uh, one person at a time. This is a podcast. Johnny Quaid you did said, it. You said something. Strowman's so been so. doing it forever. It's not. He's not the first time. He's not the first. One. Well, he's doing. He's, he's doing it out of necessity. So there's that. whatever works. It was sink or swim. 
So I and he swam, and he, oh, he's swimming. So oh. I, I genuinely, and to get us back on track a little bit, I genuinely think that he he will be pitching in multiple playoff games. I would, Agreed. and I would, and I would be oh, confident, and I would be very confident with him yeah. going out there. If we were to rank a, a trust tree, just like well, like I say with the Luke test offensively, I guess it works for you know, pitchers as well. So like with the Luke test, it's just basically a confidence test. I, I I would be most confident in obviously Cole. I think Tyone at this point, even after this, like he pitched well tonight up until the end. Uh, Cole then Tyone, probably Montgomery after that, and then I'd probably go Nestor. Me Correct too. me if I'm wrong. Yeah. No, yeah, no, I'm cool with Spot that. On. maybe well, I, those are guys who are going to eat more innings, and then I would probably obviously go like Loizaga's of the world. Which let's get into Loizaga because that game. He, I could have sworn Damon said it too in our group chat. Like I thought we were for sure gonna blow it. Hundred percent. I was, I was in Central Park just walking around, and I had the, I had John and Susan in my ear, and then I heard it was going south fast, so I just threw on the Yes app and I started watching. And this dude, I don't know how big your balls have to be to get out of that, but that was honestly unbelievable. And if I'm not mistaken, he struck out all three after being behind in the count after loading mm-hmm. the fucking bases up. Yep, I believe. Oh yeah, just absolutely electric factory out of him, and he showed it too. And he's not somebody who usually shows emotion. That was so cool to watch. That yeah. was very. That was one of the top moments I think this season watching the Yankees. Uh, dude, that was the hundred mile per hour sinkers. I just good fucking luck. Good that was luck. a sinker. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was. Wow. All of no, no. No, all of his he throws a sinker. That's his main fastball. It was like, coming up as a sinker on the strikeout pitch. Was a sinker? Yeah, I'm I'm pretty comp- I'm pretty sure it was. I would. When I bet saw it. My life on it. Right. Or that uh, of the TV yeah, is messed up. Like you up. said, good can I have luck. an impromptu sun thing? And I just want to send Jared Carabas to the sun because fuck you. I'm tired wanna, of hearing about the seven inning games. Do you want to do you want to play a little bit of his little rant that we posted? I have it queued and up. I'm just crying. Yeah, let's play a little bit of that. Uh, State of the nation. The Yankees have swept the Boston Red Sox. Uh, Two of the games were only seven innings. So it is what it is there. They had Andrew Heaney on the mound, who is terrible. And the Red Sox made him look like a Cy Young pitcher. Um, They did... The most offense was in the ninth against Chapman, and that doesn't even count because he fucking sucks. Um, The defense was bad. The bullpen was bad. Um, I mean, the offense was... I don't even think pathetic is the right word. It's a combination of pathetic and and pitiful. It was bad. That's that's enough out of him, but I I thought that was... He just keeps going for like four more minutes, by the way, and... I saw that this morning and I was just laughing my ass off. I had to post that to our one, account. But one quick thing: I've never loved seven minute games more in my entire. I still life. don't like them, but yes. I hate no, them. I, but I, yeah, I, I loved them yesterday. Dude, it's so funny. Because if it was the other way around, the most unbiased baseball reporter ever, Jared Carabas, would be all over it. 
we we are losing those games if they're nine innings. I'm pretty sure. No, we're not. No, we're not. Damn, I don't I'm pretty that. confident. We might split, I but I don't think we lose. Both. I don't think we win both of them if they're nine innings. I think we would. I do. I think the way we're playing right know. now, we do. I think to wrap up the Jared Carabas conversation, there's just two words that fit him perfectly, and that's cuck bitch. <laughs> Clip that. <part. laughs> Clip it. But he did bring up one topic, honestly, so another nice segue, if it's okay with you, Chandler. Um he as did long bring as you up. Don't shit talk, Sevy. Yes. Yeah, he did bring up the Andrew Heaney situation, so I did want to bring that up. And this, I guess, we can address the Sun conversation here because I'm personally not going to take him off the Sun, so that ends it right there. So, and I, we're not going to come to. I think it's not even worth voting right now because I think we're all probably on the same boat. Like, yes, he pitched awesome, and I don't think that's enough considering he literally before that had 15 innings pitched and 15 runs allowed, eight home runs allowed. So that is ridiculously bad. We talked about the leash. People, Some people have short leashes. They'll be back on the sun soon, and some people can get off easier, being people like Britain who have a pedigree and can get off because they usually that name shouldn't be on the sun. His name is a sun name. He should be on the sun, and he's gonna. it's going to take a little bit to get him off. I need to see one more. If he does that again, that same exact dominant performance, he's off. But if he has like a mediocre performance, he's not off. I said in the last podcast, I said that he needs to be voted off twice to be able to actually get off. Yeah, I must agree. <laughs> so I, I just no one game. No, no, that's no. just pure dog shit. The Red Sox. Many... What were you saying, Murphy? Sorry, you can finish. No, I, I insist. <laughs> I was gonna say he needs as many good games as he had bad games for me to get yeah. off the sun. You can't Dude, do snip, snap, snip, snap, back and forth, back and forth. <laughs> snip, snap, snip, take, snap. Like, snip, snap, snip, snap. Wish no. I had that queued up. <laughs> take your ERA under like fucking fifteen, and then we'll talk. Yeah, like you can't. That's the thing. Like with the sun, I like that we're doing it. You have to get everybody unanimously to vote because you can't just keep. There's only so much fuel on these ships going to and from the sun. He needs to have going back and forth. And I know he's going to go back. Very economical. We we care about the environment here. We care about the environment. We do. We're an environmental friendly podcast. So with that being said, the rest of the sun conversation will come after hot or not on the Tuesday episode. But one last question on Heaney before we move on from him. Do you think it was more of the Red Sox sucking dick and making him look good? Or do you think he actually was, he was dealing it didn't really matter who he was going up against for the most part. I would love a, I would love a seriometric stat of Red Sox versus lefties. Um, because we only threw lefties that game. And I don't know if that's something to do with it. Maybe there's some wild stat that Red Sox, their lineup or is terrible against sidewinding lefties. I don't even know. Um, but that's why they bought Chris Sale, so they don't have to face. Yeah, him. I don't know. I think I do. I mean, like, I don't want to discredit. Sox are better against lefties than righties. They, they are, are better. Sixty-four, three thirty, four thirty-three is their slash line against lefties. That was really quick that you got that. Up. Thanks, Chandler. I love when I just talk and then stats come ringing down on me. Boom! There you go. You <laughs> um, asked for. Them. I just I I delivered. So I guess in that case, I and I was going to say this before, but I don't want to discredit. Um, Heenley because he was doing. You Can know, you print say people's well. names right? No, I, I really can't. That's not. I'm not going to change. Adds it. letters like where they don't belong. Who I, spelled Velasquez twice well, wrong twice on Twitter. The that was I probably me. Italian for like a month. He said Italian. He's just said Heenley. Like just be better. Sorry, whatever. I'm Terrain. tired. Damn. It's midnight. <laughs> um. Anyway, I'm just Italian, saying that Italian I feel like it's worst. it's more so the Red Sox sucking because. They were not good for three games. 
So I think they're just flat out bad. Yeah. Right now. Like, well, I think, I think, I think they, did you see what Nick Pavetta said after that game? Can you read it? Yeah, I will. Yeah, somebody say some sort of talking point. I just think it was. Boys. I think. I think it was also funny because I, I tuned into the Section Ten uh, Instagram page today and they posted something. I think I don't know. If it wasn't Carabas. It was one of the other guys. And he was just like, "If you told me this is where the Red Sox would be right now at the beginning of the season, I wouldn't be as upset. It's just the way that we got here because like they weren't supposed to be this good of a team or the, the team that they were a month ago, and." If they just consistently were going at this pace, that's what he means. He would be happy with it. And I completely, I, I'm with that. I, mean, same I, think with this us. Where, I think this is where they should have been. This is, uh, we're, we're almost where we should be. And I think we can, we're going to, we're going to, I think we may, hot take, maybe not that hot of a take. I think we may finish where we thought we were going to finish by the end of the year. Yankees win total coming into the season was 96 and a half. You take the over now. What are we at now? 70. 70. So what would we have to go for the rest of the way to hit that? Um, I think there's 40. What are there, 40 games left? No, it's like 42 or something. I don't know. Then no, it's, We're all it's trying mathematically to do math not so possible. Hard in our head right now. That most definitely is mathematical. Oh, that would be 102 if we went undefeated. For, for, no, I, <laughs> I'm going to take the under, but I think we'll, we'll – I think we could break 90. All right. I think we break 90. Yeah, that's like a little over 500. Breaking in. You have to break 90. You're not making the postseason if you don't break 90. But here's Nick Paveda's comments, yeah. who got absolutely just fucked yesterday. Went 1.2 <laughs> innings. Like, that is the definition of a cuck bitch. I firmly believe in not giving people too much credit. You're going out and competing against them all the time. Yes, they have a good lineup. Yes, they have a good team. But we're better, and we're going to move forward. That was the pitcher? So, <clears throat> yeah. Could you read his the, stat the line pitcher, also? Strong words from a guy that got slapped around. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Nick, you went 1.2. You gave up four earned. You uh, walked three batters, struck out one, and gave up four hits. Yeah, that's a and big statement from someone who we have no idea who he is. And Hey, Nick, He's going you have to a jail. career. That was a lot going on. You have yeah, a career yeah, 517 ERA. Career 517 ERA, talking about how he doesn't want to give people credit. I can see why, because nobody gives you credit because you fucking blow. <laughs> so he's trying to get his name out there. That's it. That's true. Well, in his defense, his last seven, he does have a 535 ERA. So, oh, I wonder so how long so he's, he's been Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you, I wonder what's going on with the Red Sox, son. You yeah, want to yeah. get into some rounding thirds? We got, a, we got a bunch of good ones. We got some good responses out of people. Yankees are hot in the streets right now. People, people. Are, I think this is the most excited I've been watching this team. And I was saying to Damon too. All year, yeah. Imagine dude, we just fun. Yeah, dude. Imagine we just well, snapped fun. off a twenty game, a twenty one game win streak and just beat the Athletics win streak from two thousand two. I actually didn't, just texted my friend 20, that 20. no less than five minutes ago. Me and Damon were chatting about that. I just looked it up. Murphy was twenty. And all right, nobody watched Moneyball. Until we lose, I, I was I was about to turn Moneyball <laughs> on. To be honest, dude, I mean, just I was going to watch Moneyball every single day until we got to twenty. Just imagine how fun <laughs> yeah, that would be. <laughs> I was saying to Damon I mean, too, yeah, like, you, but like you would wake up every day around win number eleven through fifteen. I just wake up every day and I would just like just count down the seconds until I could watch them again. Could just be that exciting, and that I just be I'd probably have to quit my job so I could watch more often. Yeah. So let's Smart. get into the rounding thirds. First rounding third comes to us from Jack Curry, 12. Luis Gill will start a playoff game. 
Chandler, what do you think? Mm, no. Why? Uh, I just don't. Like I said, I don't think the office, the front office has the balls. I think he 100% deserves it. I don't think the front office has the balls to do it, though. What's the, what's the rest of the room think? I don't think he will start, but I do think he will pitch a good amount. Murph? You just um, say it depends because people get hurt and people come back. No, I will not say the word. I will not say the word depends. What were you, you're gonna say it, right? It has to do with other. I was other gonna factors. say. I was gonna say how long. Well, can if I Cooper and Sevy are really coming back, know. then Debbie started a playoff game in the last. That doesn't game. count. Doesn't. That was the switcheroo with Jay Hap. That didn't work. <laughs> that doesn't have to. Okay. Well, that was. I was going to say if he. That did, was also maybe, the COVID I'm say season no. with 16 teams. I'm also. So gonna, yeah, I'm going to say no. I'm also going to say no. But if I were running the show right now, I don't know how. If he continues to pitch even remotely close to this, I don't know how you don't. He's lit up zero runs. I mean, no, like even even if he's like starts to blow, dude, he's just he's just doing it. He's he's he one of the good. Man. He's one of the few pitchers too that actually can put up starter innings and not only starter innings and just eat. There's a difference between a guy who can eat innings, Andrew Heaney, and just put up shitty performances and other guys like Luis Gill who can eat innings and play well. And if he doesn't even keep up this pace, I don't see a guy like Luis Hill with this kind of stuff just get go get astronomically worse from here. I think even if he doesn't, keep up this wild, wild pace where he's allowing no runs. A, like a little bit worse than that is still fantastic. So I, I just can't see a guy with such electric stuff getting significantly worse. I just don't see it. I, even even at a young age, I don't get it. But it, it. I mean, he's not even on the on the roster right now. And it's the end of August. Yeah. Like he's, exactly. he's in Scranton now. Like he came up for that doubleheader and now he's gone. So like I have a hard time believing that one of our postseason starters, barring any more injuries, is in Scranton. I don't know. In, I, I, I don't think he's going to start. But when also, this brings up an interesting point, too. All these starters that we're naming that are going to go to the bullpen, we're not going to carry that many true relievers on this team. Like Guys like right now, what we're looking at, the next 42 games or so, assuming we do make the playoffs and everything like that, like these guys are having a tryout right now, the bullpen arms, because you gotta believe Domingo will go to the pen. You gotta believe, and those are more valuable in the playoffs too, because you get extended reps, you get extended innings out of those people too. And Domingo's been good; he's been streaky this year. So when he comes back, assuming he does, he'll go to the pen. Heel will probably go to the pen. Sevy will go to the pen. Kluber, depending on what he can do, these guys aren't being built up enough. So at least for the first couple of rounds, at least they're probably going to go out of the pen. So now you're just throwing names in the pen. Guys like Wandy, who have been pitching really well. Guys like uh, Jolie Rodriguez. Guys like these guys. We may not see these other relievers that have been doing pretty well with us on the team. I, I genuinely feel like we're going to only keep on like the mainstay relievers or the bigger name relievers. You know what I mean? I don't know. I, I mean, like, don't think that's going to happen. I don't but also, real quick, I, I think I might love Wandy Peralta now. You got, the yeah. one, you got the 161 bump after when you get brought off the sun. You just use your feet. You just play better. It happened to yeah. Brett Gardner. It happened to Brett Gardner. 
Immediately after Wanda gets pulled off the sun, he makes that wild play. I mean, Tyler Wade's going off. Tyler Wade's going off. Say, yeah, we, just, Wade. we just know when to pull you off. We can read the room really well. And here's the thing about um, that's why we going, can't bring off Heaney yet. To the reliever point, um, Wandy and Rodriguez are they're true relievers. You know, like they have like a specialty. Like they're lefty. They have a weird arm angle. And they're like kind of like specialists that only pitch a few innings. You know, I, I truthfully, I don't know who would you rather coming out of a pen in a playoff game. Would you rather have a guy who is literally his job is to be a reliever in those situations or have somebody like Kluber who's recovering from it's everybody's injury? everybody's job. It's everybody's job to. I'd rather have Kluber than Jilly Rodriguez, if that's your question. Kluber who is like trying to still get reps out of the bullpen? This is assuming uh, he's yeah. healthy. I don't know. I, I, I don't think I would. I think it's a no-brainer. But I don't yeah, think I feel so. like if he's healthy, thrown. he's not coming out of the pen. Has yeah. Kluber ever thrown a bullpen inning? Exactly. It's I don't totally, know. It's so different. It's two, it's two totally definitely different has things. On the Indians. You're, getting, you're getting ready on short rest. You're trying to get ready in a hurry. Starters have like day-long pitching routines. Like Corey Kluber can figure to, it out. Listen to CC Sabathia talk about his pitching routine on the day of the game. I mean, the dude's eating the same fucking cereal every day. Like that is how down to a science these guys have it. The bullpen is a totally different game. Like, and Kluber is a great pitcher. He's had a great career. I mean, he's maybe a borderline Hall of Famer, probably not, but he'll at least be on the ballot. And he's not a bullpen guy. He's got a routine down that he's stuck to that's made him win multiple Cy Youngs. Throwing him out of that routine, baseball's a game of routine. It's a game of rhythm. And you talk about it with guys like Tyler Wade getting reps and getting at-bats and consistent at-bats. This guy's had a consistent thing that he's done for 10-plus years now, and you're throwing that out. You're throwing that out the window and expecting him to adopt a new routine on the biggest stage and thrive. I just don't buy it. I so don't, if you're like, so if he's healthy, as a rule of thumb, I don't buy it. So if he's healthy enough to, I'm saying situationally right now. So if he's healthy enough to pitch in limited roles but not start full games, would you rather just say, "Nah, Corey, come back to us when you're fully ready," or would you rather like Jolie Rodriguez him. or him start him start for him what? Just gonna, minimal time. It, start him for two innings and then do what you were going to do after it. All right, I'm with that. Chandler, first of all, I never, I've never agreed with you more, Chandler. If Thank and if you. you're going to get two innings out of Kluber, you might as well start him for two innings and exactly. then go to Nestor, and then you got four, then go to the bullpen, then do whatever else. But regardless, I don't see regardless, him out of the bullpen. If he's healthy enough to come out of the bullpen, then he's healthy enough to start for two innings at least. Okay, then. The, I'm, but regardless, that makes those other relievers the odd men out because you're you're keeping him on for two innings. Those two innings, whether they're at the beginning of the game yeah, so that or whether they're coming happen. out of the bullpen, does changes nothing for my argument right now. I'm saying. There are going to be some mainstay, well not mainstay, but the relievers that we've been seeing a ton of that are not going to be on the playoff roster. This this kind of got derailed a little bit. This is a little bit further ahead. I just wanted to point that out that this these relievers are kind of in a tryout right now. I think so. the, I think the big the big, would, the main takeaway though is like I don't I don't think we're just going to stack our bullpen with half health half healthy starters. That's the main point. Agree, We're yes. not going to do that. I don't I think agree. we should do that. That's stupid. I would be very surprised to see either Kluber or Sevy coming out of the bullpen on any playoff roster like for any of the series and I would be downright shocked if both of them were. Yes. Yeah. I mean Sevy maybe cuz he's done it before but definitely not Kluber. I don't know. He hasn't like, pitched in like forever. That's a whole different conversation. We'll see. But Either way. Maybe they won't you both of them know- might not be healthy at all. So Real quick, a sneaky name that I thought had a shot at, out of the bullpen in the playoffs, Stephen Ridings, not Ridlings, Ridings, got, yeah, sent, got down, sent him which, down, which I thought that was weird. 
I yeah, just he's don't, been great. Why? He could be brought he back prov- up. You don't know. I just don't know why you sent him down, though. He provides so much value. They like, just play that game, dude. Is it, Nick Nelson still on the roster? Nick Nelson just got no, sent down. No, he got sent I think down. He's he just got God. sent down like yesterday. We right. had an awesome He got sent down with uh, that sun. center fielder that came out of nowhere. Yeah, Jonathan fucking Davis. Yeah, they the both hell's got that? sent down. He's on the exactly. sun. Exactly. Exactly. He's on the sun. He's on the sun. Yeah, he is on the sun. Is, what do you have, two games he's on the sun? Yeah. He, he, has, he, dude, no, he, he was, was one for 20. Oh, he was up that long? He was one for twenty with like ten Ks, and his one hit was like a bloop single in his very first. At-bat. So why was I found he instead of Greg Allen? That has to be know. like some roster. Let's move Did on to Greg the next Allen person. Taking off the forty man, maybe. I don't, know. I don't know. I don't know. Fuck him. RT Dunphy on Instagram says Lasagna is the closer. I don't want to see Chapman close any more games. I'll Ooh. defer to Chandler on this one because he's the biggest Lasagna closer guy on the planet. And and before Chandler goes, so I'll defer to Damon then. No, I'm just I just <laughs> want to give Chandler credit for being the first person to call out the Lasagna closer Thank you, role. Damon. And now Chandler, like is yours. First of all, Damon, thank you very much. Um, as somebody now introducing on, the guy who called it, <laughs> as somebody who's been on this train since I don't know March, um, <laughs> I would like Clip to. It, I would bitch. like to. I agree. It wasn't Honestly, March. Come on, it's, it, it was, was March. It was a while ago. March? I think it was. In it was a long call. time. Ago. It might have been his roll call. Oh, get the. Fu- oh, it might have been. We actually, can find the clip yeah. of him saying. Yeah, yeah. I, no, no, it wasn't. No, it was no, after no, it was, the first. It was after the first like two weeks where he was like point. Oh one ERA. And I was like, no, that was the episode. Right now I'm telling you right now they're gonna groom him to be the next closer, and then you guys are no, oh, yeah. ow. Now that ow. you said groom, now that you say the word groom him to be, then that's what he said specifically. That was <laughs> that verbatim. Exactly. Clicked. Now but, that that was the click. Yeah, but groom. to answer your question, I agree, but it's not gonna happen. Like again, it's like heel. Uh, yeah, I think I think he's better. I would rather have him closing a playoff game if it came down like push comes to shove game seven alcs allow me to bob ross paint the picture for you game seven alcs yankees astros who's closing the game it's gonna be chapman but who do you feel more comfortable with me personally i feel more comfortable with loisaga and that's not because i'm a loisaga stan it's just he's got at this point in in the year in his career, based on what I've seen, he's just got the better stuff, and he's got more confidence than Chapman does right now. Yeah. And that's the biggest thing going into a postseason series. I'm a Loisaga stand. I mean, here's the thing: um, what happened? Was Man, it wagon. yesterday? Was it yesterday that Chapman came in for like two batters or whatever? Two thirds of an inning. And yeah. I, with that, I wanted to give credit to Boone on that. Well, that's what I was gonna say, but yeah, okay. go, go for it. Then you say it. No, I was, <laughs> I was just gonna I was gonna bring up <laughs> the conversation. One, two, three. No. <laughs> I was going to bring up the conversation to say it's crazy that like, I'm, it's crazy to think that like for the first time ever Boone actually made a ballsy call and it paid off. You know, I think we talked yeah, about, talked about it before. Like he didn't just make the call that he was supposed to make and then just sit back and let it play out. He actually made a call and then went back on his word and made the right call to take him out because he didn't have it. And yeah, so, that, that was the first time we've ever seen that. And, and I think with yeah. that too, I think the easy de- what Boone usually does is the easy decision that won't yep. be flogged for uh, like in the time in the town square. It's like and not, not easy, my problem anymore. The easy decision would have been by the book would be like keep your closer in, and he realized that he didn't have it. Especially noticing that he can't. He's obviously he came off the IL that day. He probably could have used a rehab start, but I don't think Chapman has literally ever had a rehab start in his entire career with the Yankees. <laughs> like, I genuinely believe that he's had zero. But 
he probably could have used one. He looked very wild for a guy who was already wild coming off the IL. And that's just props to Boone because he didn't have it that night. You bring in Licky and Licky closes the door and you, he played for the win. And usually he just plays to not get torn apart in, in the media. Yeah. Not even the media in trouble with like <laughs> and Cashman and the computer nerds. How much? I mean, Cashman had to be on the next fucking not subway because he's, he, you know what I mean. He had to be like sprinting to the stadium to go castrate Boone if that went south, because that is definitely not what the computer said to do. So <laughs> that actually brings me to my to the next rounding third from Mario Gomez twenty. He amazing said amazing segue. So he said Boone has saved his job no matter how the season ends. Unfortunately. Incorrect. Uh, uh, highly debatable. That's what we're debating right here. Yeah. <laughs> that was the whole reason. Oh, is that what we that, do? Is that what we do here? We yeah. debate things? Yeah. You should yeah, go. No, no. Boone is gone. Unless they win the World Series, which uh, I think it was Dan Federico said this team has the look. They're starting to have the look. But Thanks, unless, the, unless that happens, no, Boone's canned. There's no way. They can't Girardi for way less than Boone has made an absolute mockery of himself too many times to save his job unless they at the bare minimum make it to the world series and compete so that's the thing i think make it to the world series is the cutoff and we didn't can girardi he just wanted like eight million dollars a year and they didn't give him that didn't they fire him in the middle of his contract no he i think they just didn't extend him i yeah. thought he had a year left he knew too much <laughs> he knew too much i, I, He's I, too I, deep. I mean may it, I, I could have sworn that we just didn't resign him, but either way, yeah. regardless, yeah, I think they, I think they fired him. Uh, either way, we kind of they fired. Gerard. We kind of talked about on that one. I, I think Boone still may be gone if we don't make the. World if we series. make the World Series, make the World Series, and then they're gonna. I think it might be, yeah, yeah. Make the World Series. Yeah, I think he'll yes. be fine. Win the American League pennant. Yes, he stays. Still forty-two games left. He could the, yeah. he could look historically bad for the rest of the way, yeah. or he could look like a genius for the rest of the way. And this conversation completely changes. Do you so. think that? He's making do you think that winning the AL East has any weight? Like, if we scrape no. into the second wild card spot and then make it to the we World Series, he's still that, fine. So. I don't As know. I mean, to, well, no. So here, so say there are two scenarios. Do you think he stays or leaves for either one? Either we run the table, win the AL East, get bounced in the divisional round, or slide back a little from where we are, make the second wild card spot, and then lose in the World Series. Does I think he stay you- for both? No. So the only scenario he stays is World Series or the front office is just so out of touch and they just don't care because he's such a puppet. They keep him because he'll do everything they say and not throw up any whatever. And if they do fire him, I still think it's just because he's their fall boy for all that. Agreed. Time will tell. Moving on to the next one uh, from Justin Twitchy Michelson. We kind of talked about this before, but he says Anthony Velasquez should continue to start even when Glaber gets back. I'm going to just go ahead and quickly sell that one. That one is just no. not going to happen. We we touched on that at the beginning. I just wanted to give him the shout-out because we appreciate the question. Good question, too. We just happened it to is use a good it. Question. We just happened to use it as a segment earlier on because Velasquez is exciting to talk about. So next one from Four Train Savages. Shout-out. Also, good Yankees podcast, so go check him out. Uh, return of bobblehead night save the Yankee season. I 100 million percent agree with this. Uh, the night that I got, I don't know if it was the first one, but was it the the Cole uh, Top Gun bobblehead night? That was yeah. was that the one that yeah, turned the season August sixth, I think. August yeah, sixth. I mean, since Sounds then we've been literally the best team in baseball. Yep. So 
Not a also coincidence. Great bobblehead. And there's more bobbleheads on the way. Actually, with that bobblehead. How much would you pay for that bobblehead? I, I was about to say I did pay because I got there late because my friend Jin was, or you know Jin. The people don't know Jin, <laughs> but, but he was late and we had to show up like in the middle of the first. And on that game, I think they were playing, uh, might have been the Rays. So it was a good game. And those bobbleheads, now that the Yankees are good again. Those they, they, sell, the they give it they give it away to the first like twenty thousand and then they're done. So I was fucked. I ended up finding this uh, this uh, boyfriend and girlfriend. They're sitting next to me. We're in like the the Pepsi lounge, the one in center field behind the glass that I didn't nice think brag. I didn't. Well, they just brag. come with they come with like cheap seats. No, but, that's not even a humble brag. That's every game that Rel has been to this year. It's He's my favorite spot to go to. Might actually Pepsi go there line. tomorrow. But I was sitting there. I saw these two people sitting next to me. Uh, the boyfriend clearly wanted the bobblehead. She got one too, obviously, because she walked in with him. And when he went up to go to the bathroom, I was like, hey, I, I basically said, I know you don't want that. I'll buy it off you. And she was like, oh, really? I'll just give it to you. I was like, no, 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 I'll, I'll just give you, I'll give you, what, 20 bucks? She's like, oh, absolutely. <laughs> she just got a ticket paid for. So 20 bucks was my number, Murphy, and I'm not selling it to you. So next rounding third comes to us from i don't know the name sorry i screenshotted it without the name just like tyone heaney will settle into his spot no on the Yankees. Uh, no. no you bought that no absolutely you fucking said, not. Heaney's, heaney bye. is check the tape check the tape no fuck no heaney's gone the minute that kluber comes but honestly heaney might be gone now like or Domingo, anybody, anytime any pitcher comes back, Heaney's gone, and for good reason. Yeah. Good reason. I really don't want to see Heaney throw another. Go out on start. top, man. Go out on top. Yeah, yeah. retire. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> is, it's not getting any better from here. You just threw the game of your life. No, he would retire. be. The, he's a classic pitcher that I could see pitching on the Athletics. Yeah, you're right. Like he might very well go to the Athletics if we cut him. Yeah, I could see him going to another like like a or the Angels because he was on the Angels. He's just like the classic bad pitcher on the Angels. Like the Angels always have bad pitching because guys like Heaney are always in the in the rotation. So I don't even care. He could throw a perfect game uh, on top of what he did last time, and I would still send. He would not be off the sun. Is there anything else you guys want to talk about? I feel like we we covered a lot here. The Voight Rizzo thing, the Wandy, Wandy bump, Luaziga has balls of steel. Heaney Sun situation was was just we're not taking him off the Sun. Uh, Josh Donaldson played really well. Josh Donaldson sucks. Luis Heel, another great start. Carabas uh, on the Sun. Carabas on the Sun. Sevi, no structural damage. Oh, one last thing that I wanted to talk about. Um, was the new prospect rankings came out and Volpe was ahead of the Martian, which I thought was interesting. And he yeah, hit a walk off home run today. Volpe? And he yeah. had an excellent bat flip. And yeah, it was smooth as hell. All one motion. Yeah, Volpe's fifteen. Volpe was fifteen and and uh the Martian was seventeen. He's fifteen? That's that's really high. He wasn't even in the top hundred. Well yeah, he was. No. Yeah, I thought was. Martian the Martian, was Martian, Martian was in Schmidt, the f- and then who fifties, I feel like. No, he was thirty-two, and, and then they both got moved we, up. And then Clark Schmidt was eighty-something, and then I don't even think Volpe was in the top. I think Volpe 100. was in like yeah, you're right. I think he was sixty-three. I'm going sixty-three. Well, he's fifteen I don't, now. I don't. He's think lighting he it up. He's lighting it up. No, I know. I know. That's a, it's a great thing. I'm I'm glad he's ahead of the Martian even because 
obviously everybody knows what pro- he's going mean, to be. We're, we're going to see him before. We're going to see him before Dominguez. Exactly. Yeah. Like, rightfully so. Look up his Dominguez stats, is. Right now. We're going to see Dominguez in like 2025 or some shit. He is in single A, though, keep in mind. But... No, he won't. Yeah, he's going to be a role player behind Brett Gardner in 2025. <laughs> <laughs> Who is? Dominguez. <laughs> 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 Brett Gardner's on his 11th one-year deal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Brett no, Gardner's making like the... $7 million to be a fourth outfielder and start 151 games. It's like Tom Brady, but not yeah. nearly as good. <laughs> yeah. I made that reference one time in one of his roll calls, remember? I said Brett Gardner is the Tom Brady of New York. I can check the tape. Just, I said that. Not I forget how I it? how I got to that, but it was really funny know. how I got to it. Be like Tom Maybe Brady he should if be like Tom Brady and go to Tampa Bay. Just take my word for it. Yeah, you should go to Tampa Bay. Tampa <laughs> Bay, would, hurt, Tampa Bay would actually you think Oh no, I guarantee if he went to Tampa Bay, he would hit three twenty with like no, fourteen home runs and like could you imagine how big of hops he would get on that turf with his swing? He would just hit like a little ball that slaps and dunks in the outfield and just bounce over outfielders' heads, and he'd just hit 45 triples. Speaking yeah. of Tampa Bay, did you know, see how little fans they had at the game yesterday or today? Yeah. Because they one, that's weird. Four, that's weird. Four they usually thousand. have so many fans. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, what do you expect? No, and they were playing the Orioles no, they too. Set but a record they, low, record low, like four thousand. I, I was watching the highlights, and I shit you not, I have seen more people at like the Quinnipiac baseball game when we used to go like to Lunch Paul Civic Center. We get like 50 at the ECHL games. Baby. Oh, yeah. Hey. East Coast Hockey League. The Junior Hell Hockey yeah. League. We go see them play. Oh, they're not juniors. Dude. It's like double-A baseball. BYOB. ECHL. I can't uh, believe dollar dollar beers on Fridays. Oh, it's Dollar, dollar Bush, Pensacola Ice. Dollar Bush are. Lights on Fridays, buddy. Let me tell you. That's a sellout crowd. Oh, boy. Um, they, have, they have Dollar Beer and Dollar Dog Night here at the Charleston River Dogs, it's fucking awesome. And you can bring your dog to the park because it's Dollar Dog Night. How fun. It's funny. I just thought it was so funny, too, because I saw it was like Nelson Cruz's first home run in, in the trop, which congratulations, by the way, to you, Nelson Cruz. Big, big accomplishment. Glad you didn't hit the catwalk. But like when you see the ball go to the outfield, it's just so Nelson's. funny that you know you see the swarm of people going after it and the fact that they have the ability to run like up and down the aisles to get to go find the ball. Like nobody was in the area of the ball and they all ran yeah, to like, it from like the other section. The guy that got the ball was like sitting behind the first base. He was three sections. Yeah. He was, he was like, <laughs> <laughs> I just love it. I just hope they, I hope they lose some games because Dude, like, why are they so good? They can't even get people like, oh, it's uh, such a waste. Yeah. It is like, a waste. If know, that team was in like Nashville or something, they would be there, fucking yeah. just packed out every night. Yeah. Or like, you know, anywhere else. <laughs> it's sad like, too because Tampa's Omaha, actually Nebraska, badass as a, a foursome that has been to Tampa all together at the same time. I think we can agree that it was a pretty great time. I would go to a Tampa game if I lived there. I don't yeah, know but what. they don't. Well, they got a. Isn't it in St. Pete's? Yeah, it's way the fuck out of the So, way. like, yeah, that's it's in the why. middle of nowhere, too. Like, fucking would Florida, you man. drive an would you drive an hour to sit in a garbage can that seats forty five thousand people? Probably not. No, True. No, I wouldn't. Again, um, like I said, and I'll say till the day I die, my best experience at Tropicana, and I've been multiple, multiple times, was getting cheese fries from the Outback stand when I was like nine. <laughs> Absolutely electric. Clip that. <laughs> 
That's good. And that, that was a game that Carl Crawford played in and signed my glove. Carl the Crawford. Wow. Still. Do you still have the glove? What a name. Uh, somewhere, but it's faded because it was when he was like a rookie. I was like, who the fuck's this Carl Crawford guy? I'm going to keep playing baseball with it, and then it's faded. This feels like the conversations we have when we when we hit end record, and I love it. I, oh, I, we're still I, hope the, yeah, I hope the people enjoy this part. <laughs> um, last thing I will say, baseball, like, relevant to Yankees is um, stolen bases. Just want to bring it up real quick. We talked about that. Oh, yeah. Did we? Yeah. It's continuing oh, yeah. to happen, yeah. Will be the most stolen bases yeah. since like the All Star break or something. Since, yeah, since the All Star. Did break. you see? Which we sick. saw the graphic today. That's yeah. that showed both. And like, we were the few in the first that. half of the season. We had the least stolen bases. I think we had twelve, and then the second half we have like thirty, which is, yeah, which is the, the most, most in the major. Pretty sure like eleven sick. of them were Tyler Wade too, which is sick. Greg Allen had like seven. Yeah, I mean, seven. I don't think see, he, Tyler Wade's one, like seventeen one, for twenty. Yeah, one last I thing that I want to talk about about that, which. A little bit concerns me because I do love the stolen base aspect of baseball, but like the guys that are getting it are Greg Allen, are Tyler Wade, are Velasquez, Dude, Glaber had the, a the occasional yeah, Glaber judge is stealing, DJ stealing too. I don't know how DJ stealing, but he is. DJ looks like he must get a really good jump. He has to get a huge jump. I mean, he DJ, had an amazing runs, jump the other day and got thrown out. So. DJ lo- yeah. runs like a Scooby Doo, just runs in place, and it, somehow he ends up on on second. And he Velasquez runs, looked like he got the biggest jump ever, and he almost got thrown out today. I don't know how that happened, but one bullshit. Little- <laughs> he beat that out by forty five seconds. It looked like tap sports baseball. Like he slid, and then the guy like was standing up. <laughs> That's how I thought him. it was going to go down, but it was closer than I thought it was going to be. But regardless, dude, you are watching. A my point game. is that I am a little concerned that when you know Geo and other guys come back, that that whole momentum yeah. we built in terms of stealing bases is just going to be erased because we're not going to have those guys anymore. I think it's the mentality that I think I like more. I agree, Damon. I agree. I think they're going to keep trying it. Even if they get thrown out, who gives a fuck? At least I mean, try that, it. that matters if we. I would care a little bit. Out. Yeah, well, I, mean, I would. Care. Care. Yeah, but okay. just as long as he's right. not listening no, to the no. nerds, where it's not like statistically safe to steal a base at certain times, like throw that Labor out the window. We're winning games stealer. and stealing bases. You don't need to be fuck. a nerd to know he's not to send it. Gary Sanchez. Like I, I don't want to see oh, Gary running. If it's a pass ball, I don't want to see him moving. Like, I, I would like to see Gallo steal. I hardly want to see Gary Sanchez move up a base on a home run. Like he should, be, Gary Sanchez should get softball rules. If it's a home run, you should go back to the dugout. Let's Who do you think's down. faster, Aaron Boone or Gary Sanchez? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm like, I'm dead no, serious. without hesitation. Aaron if they had to run a sixty, if they had to run a sixty tomorrow. I think, I think Aaron Boone. Who's faster? I think Aaron, Aaron Boone. Boone. You really think so? I think it's you know, close. You know, they should do, they should do a little like uh, you know how to do like the the subway race at the stadium. <laughs> Yeah, like the, you should have like Aaron Boone, Gary Sanchez, and like fucking DJ or some shit. You know what we should do? Brett Gardner because ever, he probably wants to just, just Tyler Wade, but like wearing a if mascot. If we ever costume. play <laughs> the Frozone guy from the Braves, damn it, fuck you! I was gonna say if we ever play and that's a Nationals guy. If we ever, oh, or maybe God. it's the Braves. Whatever. I thought Whoever it was the Braves is. too. I think it, it is might the be Braves. the Braves. All right, oh, well, we the play. Presidents. Yeah, You're right. Anyway. So we play we play at the Braves next week. I want to see uh Gary get the center field head start and then go against Frozone. He would, he would get whooped. <laughs> he would, would actually terrible. get whooped. I think if Gary Sanchez tried to sprint for that long, he would be like <laughs> Tanaka and tear both hamstrings. I think I'm pretty sure the Frozone guy can run faster than Brett Gardner can throw. I think he was actually an Olympic <laughs> so athlete. So like 11 miles an hour. <laughs> <laughs> 11 miles per hour isn't like slow to run, is it? 
It's pretty damn slow. Uh, I like, know. Yeah, Usain Bolt ran like twenty-seven miles. Okay, an hour. All right, that's Bolt, the fastest Usain guy Bolt. in the world. Right, yeah, but like just compared, compared to eleven, compared to eleven, Gary I watched Reggie. I watched Reggie Bush score Different. a touchdown for the Saints that ran twenty-one. So you're yeah, naming like people Hill that like twenty-three. Perfect. These aren't Gary Sanchez. You're naming Gary the San- fastest people I can- ever <laughs> to do sports. Yeah, but it's Gary's ten miles an hour faster than what you're talking about. Yeah. Dude, everybody can run 11 miles an hour, except for maybe Gary Sanchez. As somebody <laughs> who's been else. on a That's treadmill like four about. times in my life, I've cranked it up to 10 miles an hour and did it. 31! 31! Gary just looks like he has a parachute on when he's running. <laughs> like one of yeah. those training parachutes. He just looks like he's perpetually got the parachute. I think while we were just talking about this, by the way, this is awesome content. I, I, hope, people stuck, I hope people stuck around to the end here and just... If you enjoyed we this, just cut out the first hour and just start. <laughs> yeah. Now, if you enjoyed this, little inception. If you enjoyed this and you made it this far, we I think we've earned a five star rating on iTunes. So if you could definitely give us that, I'll eat a baseball for you free. Uh, no, I won't. If we get two sixty three, um, but I think we did just find out what Velasquez's role is going to be on this team, even though he probably won't play on the team. I think he's just going to be our Frozone guy. Honestly, I just want I just want him on the bench. Like I just want him. You can no, he can hang out on the bench too. And then yeah, after wait, that, he will just be the Frozone guy in the seventh thing trash. Like fuck the YMCA. No, I like the YMCA. That's a lie. Do you but, think like, they'll let him just sit on the bench if he's not a part of the roster? Like he can't. Think, he can't play. Can. He's not eligible. No, they he can't can just sit on the bench. Sevy sits on there. the bench. He'd be the best ball boy ever. He'd run so fast. That's what we need. We need guys like that to just be on the bench. We got. We got the IL. We got Rugi, but like guys like that, like they energize the team. Can I just say too, I, this is an obvious thing, and I think Chandler was the first person to love Rugi, but like Rugi, he's just like my favorite. Remember how confused you we were when he so Stankman didn't stick. We didn't like that. Was that what? your nickname for him? For yeah, because Odor's is. What'd you call him? Stankman. I, think uh, that's I, I brought that up a while ago, but we were upset about it. I like that's too much of a dad. Too much of a dad joke. It was funny. If you put that on a shirt, all of you. I thought it was funny. If you put that on a shirt, I think you would owe money. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's such a dad I don't joke. Think, I don't think it was that bad. I liked it. Perfect. Don't don't let it. I Thank think you, I think I three people that. would buy it, and they'd all be fifty year old fathers. All right. Well, it's not a shirt joke. It's it's a shirt for your uncle. All of you. Yeah. Fuck all of you. If I was an uncle, I'd wear it and I'd laugh at it to my nephew. Well, you know what? Someday you will be. <laughs> All right. Samuel, appreciate it. Right, yeah, I think I think That's we've about it. We've we've had enough nonsense in the back end of this show. Um, I want to go to bed. Honestly, like, I was tired before recording this, and now I'm just not. I can fall asleep yeah. in a second. Good, because you're posting the podcast tonight. See you guys later. All the guys at 161st Street. I just have two words for you. See ya.